Five on five in five. It is Wednesday, November the 29th. Feeling outside like we live on the North Pole, maybe South Pole, maybe Pluto. It's so cold outside, but it is what it is. I'm going to trust you on that because I have no idea what the temperature of Pluto is. It's it's uh, awfully uh, low below zero. Okay. Very far. Excellent. Know, being, I don't know, however many millions of miles away from the sun. Again, you could um, very literally tell me anything and I go, uh-huh, yes, Steven. Well, you know, I, I choose to speak about Pluto because <laughs> it is still a planet. I don't care what they say. It about is. It being I was sad planet. for Pluto when it got we the boot. You know, when we grew up with nine planets. Yeah. But anyway, we digress, as Kelly and I tend to do. If Fletcher isn't in today, well, he's kind of in, but kind of out. He's around. Slacking on the work, I'll tell you that Slacking right now. Slacking a lot, but we'll we'll give him his grief <laughs> Oop, as I break microphones. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the weather. It is freezing. Uh, it's actually well below freezing. It's into the single digits, still feeling like that because of the wind chill. So the good news here. Things are going to warm up today and much faster. Well, they didn't ever really warm up much yesterday, but they will warm up today and much faster than anticipated. By lunchtime, we should be closer to freezing. We never got above freezing yesterday with a high of 44 today, which is great news. Overnight, we kind of hover at freezing, which I think is almost welcome at this point. Um, Scary thought. And then as we get into the rest of the week, closer to the 50s. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of improvement. Rain chances do start to build back in closer to the end of the week. And we will keep you updated here on WLWT with meteorologist Randy Rico. All right. So that is the weather forecast bundle up. But let's get to our Wednesday headline for 5 on 5 in 5. Our first story actually takes us out to Highland County in Hillsborough. A wild video and unfortunately a deadly explosion at an auto shop. We were live out there yesterday um, as things were happening. We were live out there this morning as well because they're still trying to put together what happened here. It's still smoldering, which is crazy to see. High Street, which is the main road that crosses Main Street in Hillsborough, is closed still because of that explosion. It was Tuesday afternoon, just about 4 o'clock. And you can see on security video from nearby businesses the explosion and then the fire that takes place. Uh, We don't have names of people who who were killed in this explosion and fire at this point, but um, it's Jimbo's auto body. Um, A woman on Facebook this morning reaching out saying, you know, Jimbo has been there auto mechanic for years. So she said it's going to be a very hard day for a lot of people in that community. Um, There was a person also taken to the hospital. That person is considered stable. Again, the victim's identities have not been released yet, but eight total fire departments had to respond to help contain that fire. Um, No damage was reported to nearby structures as a result of the explosion and the fire, which uh, Danielle saw as well this morning, saying that actually the building connected to it was open and on. So kind of crazy stuff there. They obviously will be investigating this. Obviously, everyone knows, it's a, you know, Hillsborough, I think, is about 6,000 people. So it's one of those towns where a lot of people know everyone yeah. and have lived there for a very long time. So it's definitely going to impact this community. Absolutely will. On our next story, uh, some international news, unfortunately, involving our U.S. military. An Osprey aircraft with at least six people on board has crashed off the southern coast of Japan. The Osprey is kind of a unique aircraft. It does not have fixed wings. The wings actually rotate so it can take off like a helicopter rotate in midair and then fly like a plane and the military has had some trouble uh, with this aircraft in the last few years but uh, we do know that the Japanese Coast Guard uh, responded to the crash site they were able to find one person out there along with debris um, as of recording this here at uh, what, around 8 10 in the morning still very few details about what happened who may have been on board but unfortunately uh, we do know that one service member has passed away from this Osprey crash 
Our next story back here locally, we're going to Claremont County and a pretty disgusting story. A man arrested will be in court here soon this morning. 45 charges involving a, a child abuse. It's, it's really disgusting. It's it's awful. You know, I mean, we unfortunately have to report on a lot of terrible things, and there are some that just absolutely turn your stomach. This is one of them. Um, Claremont County man, Monte Cecil, 60 years old. He's been charged with 45 counts, including rape, gross sexual imposition, illegal use of a minor in nudity-oriented material, and voyeurism. That's just to scratch the surface of all of these. Um, according to the court documents, the victim, a 10-year-old girl, um, she said she was using his cell phone and saw a picture of herself on there. That's what sparked this investigation and then ultimately his arrest. So um, this was back on November 17th. We're just getting more of the information about it in the last 24 hours. And again, he is expected in court this morning. Um, but just, you know, discussing what is alleged here. And they also do believe there is more than one victim in the photos they found on his devices. So um, if you are someone who knows this man, has interacted with this man, have concerns about someone that you know who might have interacted with this man, please contact the appropriate authorities. Uh, he is right now being held in the Claremont County Jail on a $750,000 bond. Again, we'll learn more today and we will update you on WLWT. On to our next story, our fourth story. It is the holiday season. Kelly, you and I, we've been purchasing things online, getting them shipped to our homes, respectively. Many of you listening doing the exact same thing. And it's a story we have to talk about, unfortunately, all too much. Another person who is deciding to take advantage of those those uh, packages being left on the front porches. We're talking about Taylor, Nicole, DeBella, this happening in Blue Ash. She's facing seven charges related to stealing packages from porches in both Montgomery and in Blue Ash. And the topper to this, she enlisted, a, I believe, a 15-year-old to follow or to be with her and she would tell this 15 year old to get out of the car go get the packages as they were following an amazon truck so she was in court yesterday and uh just not a good look i remember i saw a home the other day had at least like seven or eight packages oh, wow. on the front porch they had a lot and it, it was kind of in an area that you know off the beaten path so not many cars go past right. there and it, it just worries me that somebody's gonna pull over walk up casually take them be gone and it's Nothing seconds. You do. It's seconds. And I think what makes me even more aggravated at this cir circumstance is they were following an Amazon truck. So they knew that anywhere that that Amazon truck was stopping, somebody was getting packages delivered. I don't know about you. I don't answer my front door. So I wait a second before I open the door. I mean, you know, sometimes I do if I'm feeling friendly or I want to <laughs> talk to somebody. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I'm in my pajamas. I don't want to interact. Uh, but if I open the door and saw somebody snagging something off my porch, I would be so frustrated Absolutely. and scared. Yeah, it's a it's a weird situation. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. Put your efforts into something else. Yeah, it's That's not all. not hard to leave other people's things alone. But uh, yes, she will be facing charges, and we will see uh, what happens uh, to her as well as that 15-year-old as well. Our final story today, giving back is something near and dear to our hearts here at WLWT, as she used to work here many years ago, the Ruth Lyons Children's Fund. More than $45,000 raised so far, and that number keeps on growing. It's a wonderful thing um, that helps provide just a little bit of joy in moments that are very stressful for families already when their children are in the hospital. It's especially noticeable during the holiday season, but it is uh, important year-round. So uh, they are able to do little holiday events for the families in NICUs or other children who are in different parts of the hospital during the holidays where you know, that's already causing some level of stress for a family. So it sounds like something that might not mean a whole lot, like a stuffed animal or a blanket, but you have no idea what that means to those families who 
can then focus their attention and their efforts and their concern on making sure that their child uh, is okay. So it's a really important thing. Last night was the Coney Nights of Lights. So unfortunately, you missed out on that where the money, part of the money goes to the Ruth Lyons Children's Fund. But head to our website, WLWT.com. You can find the address on where to mail a check. As Stephen will mention, and it's very important, walk into the post office and do that because those blue boxes just I don't trust them this time of the no, year. It's not the U.S. Not Postal yet. Service right. Department uh, fault, but other again, people take advantage yes. of people again. So, Be better. Take it. Take take that check inside if you do use the right. post office things like that. All right, that is five on five in five. That's Kelly. I'm Stephen. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Mm-hmm.